1: IBM, let's
2: create.
0: Your Valentine's Day shouldn't start
3: with a Hail Mary. We've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from ProFlowers early this year. Head on over to ProFlowers.com to get 15% off our entire collection of blooms, gifts, and more for your cutie with promo code CRUSH15 until February 14th. The clock is running out, so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last-minute gifts on February 14th. Be the MVP this Valentine's Day and go to ProFlowers.com to save 15% with code CRUSH15 at checkout. See website for more details.
4: For your social media needs, get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. You can get me, Dan Byer, at Dan Byer on Fox. You can always tweet us at I Want Your Flex.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, you want experience during your football season? Well, buckle up, sweet cheeks. That's all we need. We've got all the experience
5: in the world.
4: What a week 12 it was and what a week 12 it will be because as we sit down to talk about the National Football League, there is still one game left to be played and we're not going to find out what's going to happen between Baltimore and Pittsburgh until Wednesday, if it even happens on Wednesday at all. Mike Harmon, a week 12 like no other started on a Thursday, likely to end on a Wednesday. This is the NFL in 2020.
5: Thanksgiving Day games, a coach getting fired, another coach firing up a superstar wide receiver on a Monday night, all sorts of chaos, a couple of PED suspensions. I mean, we've had everything but the kitchen sink thrown in here in Week 12 that isn't done yet. And how many conversations had to be had about contingency plans? All right, if this game isn't played now, how do we handle it? Right, if they move it to a fictional week 18, what do we do? So you had like we had to in one of my leagues mail the commissioner, "All right, if this game doesn't go off, I want this guy in my wide receiver slot, I want this guy in my kicker slot, and I need this guy in my defensive slot. Thank you, have a nice day."
4: That's very good because I've got a bunch of uh Um, Old, cranky guys that don't want to deal with any of that, I'm sure. (laughs) At least I haven't brought it up with them. (laughs) But I can guarantee this – I'd get a one-word response, tough. That's what I would get. You could pick up – I like that. Yeah. That's that's, Midwestern values for you right there. Eat it. (laughs) It's great until you have to have Pittsburgh's defense – play for you like I'm in this situation like I'm sure many others are it's funny and we'll talk about what happened on Monday night between the Seahawks and Eagles a little bit but even with this Steelers Ravens game which there's nothing you could really do with your lineup at this point Mike but considering that Lamar Jackson's out after testing positive for COVID that James Connors out after he tested positive you had what you thought was a really depleted Ravens running back situation which may get better by the the time the game actually comes around on Wednesday where you could get J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram back, but you likely have already played guys in those spots and not that Pittsburgh's a great play anyway. So maybe you would look for different matchups. The point being is because of the uncertainty, because of certain players being out, Maybe you're playing a Deontay Johnson. Maybe you're playing a Chase Claypool. Maybe you're playing a Pittsburgh defense like I am. But you aren't having too many fantasy decisions outside of that just because of how everything played out this week.
5: Yeah, I mean, in a lot of cases, I think a lot of folks in their RB2s might have been looking for Gus the boss. He's the last
4: man standing.
5: Yeah. And now he's not. (laughs) And and now now you're looking around going, all right, I should have started this guy or this guy off my bench goes, you know what, the – running backs are coming back in full force so it makes it a, a difficult proposition to try to pick one as the leader i would still assume as these guys are coming out not that you know we have any reports that they got terribly ill during the process, but conditioning wise, whatever else that maybe they they didn't get to stay on point. So maybe Gus Edwards is still the leader, but you're not going in with the vote of confidence there. Uh, The wide receivers you mentioned. Great. I mean, for the Baltimore side, there's no Mark Andrews. He's your best wide receiver. Right. He was your only wide receiver slash tight end that was startable out of that unit unless you were desperately looking at Des Bryant as suddenly a breakthrough guy. So you have that button to see podcasters. We're, we're doing a live video. So I did a full shrug and face to try <laughs> to make you guys laugh and understand. And it's like, all right, that was just an awkward pause. But the, the idea being that th- this matchup is just grab your popcorn uh, or in this case, grab your lunch on the West Coast
4: and just sit and watch some football. I didn't know if you had to charge your phone again, so that's why I wasn't sure. No, what no, with the we, we, we with went it. a
5: little better. Uh, we we got a we got the battery uh, revved up here. Uh, we had a lot nice long pregame talk, so we'll see what what happens. If there is an adventure, then <laughs> it's an
4: adventure. We'll we'll roll through it. Monday that was an adventure for the Philadelphia Eagles because Carson Wentz uh, was throwing the football. <sighs> here there and everywhere at times and it ends up being a Seahawks win 23 to 17 score maybe not indicative of how close the game was because of the late Hail Mary and the two point conversion with a lot of uh, I know a lot riding on those last couple of plays (laughs) for for certain people but this is this is what I'm taking away from this game first of all on the Philadelphia side our game did we had a game in our league that did come down to the Hail Mary someone actually had to play Carson Wentz this week ends up winning their matchup would have been a tie but completes the pass and ends up winning the game but realistically you know I have Miles Sanders in a league disappointed in his usage Zach Ertz didn't play Dallas Garter maybe would be the guy that 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 you want to play from Philadelphia but right now there's just there's not a lot there and I thought that this was an opportunity where Philadelphia would try to establish something and they just I joked on Twitter that they were establishing the incomplete pass earlier in the game. In the game. Like, there's just – Doug Peterson is just sticking to what Doug Peterson wants to do. There was no Jalen Hurts plan. And I don't know how much uh, fantasy success you can find in Philadelphia, especially after what we saw on Monday night. Well,
5: if you played Carson Wentz, top ten for the week, Dan. All Meyer. right. There it was. Be- that- Be- because of those 42 rushing yards, it got him over. It hell. So, yeah, uh, scrambling for his life certainly helped. And we watched uh, Seattle with a a solid pass rush against the depleted Philadelphia offensive line. Look, you pick your spots. Uh, Jason Peters, congratulations. He was out there. I love guys showing big heart. How many surgeries is he scheduled for at the end of the year? I know of at least two. So, uh, good good on him. But, yeah, in terms of the receiving core, it's Goddard, which probably gets – Chopped in half his workload Once Ertz is Allegedly to be cleared next week And then you have Rieger Who is still getting targeted A bunch not too much success Right three catches 11 yards but Seven targets and You had the first catches of the year from Alshon Jeffrey did you applaud when they Mentioned that little note here's one of your Starting (laughs) receivers has his first Catch of the year in week 12 Uh, But yeah it's a mess I I would be shocked if we didn't see Jalen Hurts here in the next week with the division still up for grabs. Sure. Wentz playing playing poor football. I mean, results be damned. I mean, yeah, they they beat the spread depending on when you bought into the week. But... He wasn't good in any way, shape, or form.
4: Yeah, and I I'm just gonna say this because I'm gonna stand up for all the people who have Miles Sanders on their team and and maybe didn't play him against Baltimore or Pittsburgh because they didn't necessarily like the matchup and he busts off huge runs in those games and so maybe you're feeling burned. If you're an offensive genius like Doug Peterson, I'm not saying thinks he is, but there's this title for what they did three years mm-hmm. ago. You have got to be creative enough to figure out a way to put the football in Miles Sanders' hands and figure out a way to get him the football. Boston Scott saw a lot of the field on Monday night. Didn't necessarily... What have, eight catches? Yeah, didn't... Uh, uh, I it's it's this fascination and you and you you mentioned you know alshon jeffrey coming back you know ray gore uh, uh fulgham was a guy in, in the midseason that was a target there are a lot of names that we know from philadelphia but who's really good enough to actually deserve the football yeah. and it's it's maybe dallas goddard and miles sanders and that's it but yet you want to have Carson Wentz feel the pressure and try to get it to all these. Like, to me, it's just an absolute mess. Dumb it down, make it simple, and then maybe that can help everyone involved. It's just it's, it's just not much in Philly fantasy-wise.
5: No, right now, I mean, Miles Sanders, just based on expected opportunity, was in lineups. I got burned by it tonight, too. Yeah. Uh, but he's healthy. And so given what we've seen from him, there's no reason to believe he's not seeing the ball 12 to 15 times, no matter how badly things are going. And he struggled a little bit in the passing game. Things looked a little out of sync there. So I guess that's why they decided to put the hook for and more Boston Scott in. But it it was just it's curious watching this squad look at the personnel. Decision makers have done a terrible job since the Super Bowl. I think we can all stipulate to that. Uh, But, yeah, for fantasy purposes, there's nothing. It's going to be the tight end position and Sanders on a good day. Yeah, that's it. And even then, you're going to be reticent to play him, I think, after this one, especially with playoff
4: weeks coming up. They have the Packers coming up in Week 13, which Green Bay's run defense is not good, so maybe that's an opportunity for for Sanders. The other sideline, I'll just quick hit on this: the the Seahawks, and I was mentioning this to our executive producer Lee Delap prior to the to the podcast as well. Of The Seahawks last year were starting to hit their stride about this time, and then they were hit by the running back injuries. Rashad Penny, blew out his ACL. Mm -hmm. Chris Carson went out later in the season. So they entered the playoffs really then just on the shoulders of Russell Wilson because they ended up signing Marshawn Lynch. They didn't have a running game at all. This is starting to turn into, now that Chris Carson's back healthy, uh, Carlos Hyde's there. We saw he had a touchdown taken back on a holding call that probably didn't have any effect on the play. But – And Rashad Penny, by the way, could be coming back sooner rather than later. That's the type of team that Pete Carroll wants to have entering the playoffs. And that's not good news for those who have Russell Wilson. Just for the simple fact, you're not going to see those light up the scoreboard games that you had in the first half of the season. So you really have to temper your expectations with Russell Wilson. There could be touchdowns like there was one to David Moore on Monday night. But realistically, Mike, You know, we saw Tyler Lockett take a hit because they were focused so much on DK Metcalf. But for as great of a night that Metcalf has... Wilson didn't really throw it to anybody else. And I think those are the types of games that you can you could expect as the Seahawks are going for much more than just fantasy success for the rest of the regular season.
5: Yeah, I felt bad for Darius Slay after a while. It comes out, DK Metcalf asked uh about some comments from a defensive coach on the Philly staff and asked point blank, was it uh, Schwartz? Yeah, it was. Uh, just saying, I, I coached Calvin Johnson and, uh, well – you're not Calvin Johnson or basically the Jack Kennedy, or you're not there yet.
4: Uh, yeah. As were. Which by the way, I actually thought was a compliment, but DK used it to turn, you know, like, Hey, Hey, whatever that's a good motivates you, right? No
5: yeah. but that's just it right Whatever's going to get you the extra juice uh, You know I, I brought up There's a movie uh, High Fidelity I don't know if you've ever seen it Dan uh, It's set in Chicago at a record shop And there's a whole discussion about going to see a movie If someone If like really gangbuster kind of blockbuster Kind of movie that you, you know You would be dying to see On an opening night and then someone says Oh I haven't seen it yet It's like well how are you in what, what's the yet mean in other words you don't care you intend to see it you're excited to see it and just haven't had a chance like how are you interpreting that and so for dk metcalf you know and i saw the memes running around the michael jordan stuff of it i use that as motivation yeah poor darius slay coming off a great weekend where he got to unload of all of the matt patricia stuff <laughs> he ends up becoming a guy getting picked out all night
4: yeah, maybe if they changed their coverage, that could have been. Russell Wilson <laughs> threw, for, threw for 230 yards, which is, I, I think it actually is going to be more of the norm than you would think. Yeah. DK had 177 of them. Tyler Lockett had the most amount of yardage after DK Metcalf and had 23 yards. Yeah, so that tells you where Seattle's passing game was. And by the way, DK is not going to get. 13 targets at 10 receptions for 177 every single game. And the Seahawks have a schedule that uh, is very manageable where Russ isn't going to have to put up those types of numbers. i uh, not say that they're going to just walk through the Giants and the Jets and Washington, which Washington, I think could be a difficult game, but you would have to think that the Seahawks feel comfortable at least entering uh, those three matchups before they, sure. they hit 16 and 17.
5: Yeah. Some potential slog fest when it goes through it, like, cause the Giants, they they play some pretty decent defense uh, most weeks as well. Just wanted sure. to highlight the line of the night uh, from Mr. Moore. Three D- catches, Moore. minus six yards, and a touchdown.
4: <laughs> I, I saw that, and I thought, my goodness, that is that is amazing. That, oh, I love those. I love those statistical anomalies. Uh, speaking of stats, and we'll dive into the week that was – our league that I have with my buddies that I've talked about that goes back 23 years, I had to look. I had to just look back at old numbers, and it was a Jimmy Smith game in 2000 that was the highest fantasy points by a wide receiver. Um, Tyreek Hill did not break what Jimmy Smith did, but he did. He came close in uh, in their matchup Sunday against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, so you've got Tyreek Hill on one end, and you've got.
0: Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Turn supply. Learn more at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex.
2: Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, save on Select Steel Battery Tools. Right now, save $50 on the FSA 57 battery trimmer set. Real steel. Find yours at steeldealers.com. With AK-10 battery and AL-101 charger, offer valid for limited time only while supplies last. See participating dealer for details.
6: free-to-play game there's nothing more exciting than going yard with the king of sports books bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly must be 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards vary depending on market and expire 24 hours from issuance gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park
4: David Moore on the other end. Uh, That's Week Twelve of the National Football League for you. All right, let's go to the three-point conversion Take the touchdown and move on. Yeah, exactly. If you play David Moore. You're probably two and ten. That, that's that's all I'm gonna say. Hey, it's probably just, it happens. I did recommend him. I did recommend him one week when Tyler Lockett was a bit dinged up. I said if there was you a did. guy that you wanted, maybe you look at David Moore as an opportunity. But David Moore's actually hurt a little bit as well.
3: This Valentine's Day, you know just what to get that special someone because you know what makes them tick: their favorite bouquet of roses and a box of chocolate. roses and a scented can, a teddy bear, roses and a teddy bear. Yeah. Teddy Bear. So, head on over to ProFlowers.com to get fresh this Valentine's Day and get 15% off gifts for your special someone with promo code CRUSH15. That's CRUSH15 at ProFlowers.com for 15% off through February 14th on flowers, gifts, and more for Valentine's Day. See website for details.
4: All right, three-point conversion. We last spoke with you a week ago. We didn't do a Thanksgiving edition of the podcast. So, we had a bunch of different things to go around. I was wrong on the points of Palooza palooza in the Bills and Chargers game. Bills got after Justin Hurst. So I give them uh, credit for that one. I said roll with some Giants. Hopefully you played Wayne Gallman and got some, uh, I got some points from him at the running back position. Evan Ingram cracked 100 yards, uh, but Daniel Jones had to leave with that hamstring injury. And I just mentioned it in general. Play a bunch of guys on Thanksgiving because it's always fun to watch. I ended up playing Deshaun Watson. Uh, that worked out. If you played Will Fuller, congratulations. The bad news is that was a swan song for 2020. He won't play again this season because of his PED ban. And Antonio Gibson was a Thanksgiving giving treat to many that played him in fantasy leagues for Washington on Thursday. So that's my three-point conversion recap.
5: Nicely done I, I got into the Let's play some defense While you're sitting around Waiting for the turkey uh, A little bit of Maybe roster management Right Doing a little pairing Like you would When you are trimming Your uh, hedges In the spring Right Making it all pretty uh, As you get Same thing here And I'll get rid of The dead weight Go for the handcuffs And I think a number Of people wish they had Before the game started You know When I say A Dalvin Cook Goes into the tent Or something like that Right Yes it, And then you see, oh, Madison, I got to put in a waiver claim now because the game's already started, right? So uh, maybe a little bit of that. And uh, I was rewarded for my faith in Mitchell Trubisky as kind of a throwaway. Hey, let's see what happens. Uh, He finished ninth among quarterbacks. Was it pretty? No. Uh, But you know what? They all count just the same in fantasy football. Ninth for the week, Dan Barr so i'll I'll take a small victory there. The other was more cautionary tales uh, as we we did a lot more player analysis throughout the the elongated version last
4: week. Well, because of the unique schedule that we had and not doing the normal Friday morning pod that's released, uh, this gives us an opportunity to expand more of what happened in Week 12 and how it's going to Mm -hmm. play forward for the rest of the season. And then in the pod that will drop this Friday morning uh, later this week, we will get you set for Week 13 in the matchups, but this kind of lays the groundwork for it. Taysom Hill, uh, head start number 2 in Denver. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on Kendall Hinton. Great story, absolutely, to, to come up and move up. But realistically, fantasy-wise, there's just there's nothing there. There's just there's nah. nothing really to talk about. If you played them, you probably got burned. Sorry to hear it. But well, they probably played them as a wide receiver, Dan. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which is stupid. I don't know why leagues allow this sort of stuff. Uh, we talked about it last week. I know you disagree with me, Mike. But it's just absurd. So if you got burned, I am so happy you got burned. That's in your face. Look at that. <laughs> <That's> spiteful, <laughs> hateful
5: Dan Byer. The only time you'll ever hear this, because normally the kindest, gentlest, most Midwestern and welcoming man in the world here is pointing and telling
4: you blank you here on the podcast. I am telling our executive producer, <laughs> Lee Delap who did this, and I'm pointing and telling him in his face. By the way, get him on Twitter <laughs> at Lee DeLapp. You can get Mike on Twitter at Swollen Dome. I'm at Dan Bayer on Fox. The biggest story in that game And it's something that we touched on last week, Mike. And it's not Taysom Hill. No. It's Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara, second straight week taken a hit because of Taysom Hill's presence. Kamara has 11 carries, 54 yards, ends up having one catch that went for a loss of two yards. So if you're playing Alvin Kamara thinking, all right, we're going to just run all over the Denver Broncos, you did, but it was Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray doing most of the damage when it comes to scoring and getting into the end zone. If I'm an Alvin Kamara owner, I am not happy and can't wait to Drew Brees gets back on the field.
5: Absolutely petrified. Right now, you're trying to find. any shaman any voodoo man around new orleans to do anything you can to heal up drew Brees? uh go watch the princess and the frog maybe you can find uh, a couple of hints along the way Kamara 35th for the week amongst running backs no goal line attempts none of that coming his way well because taysom hills a running back Currently as quarterback. (laughs) That's really what it is. Uh, And so just a different look, the the rest of the pass catchers. And part of that is why do anything? crazy you know just outlast these guys right because they're not going to be able to put together any offense but yeah everybody takes the big hit and camara long term is your big loser so uh difficult times for another number one pick right we've lost a few to injury and now we lose one to injury and
4: it's not even his another guy that i'm worried about that put up big points for a decent amount of the season and really did up until this past week is Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals. And I just, I know they don't want to say that the shoulder is an issue, but A, I think the shoulder is an issue. And I also think, Mike, I think there may be a little bit of a book out. Maybe it's just Bill Belichick that Mm -hmm. is able to corral Kyler Murray. We still had 50 yards. um, Excuse me, had 31 yards rushing on five carries. The – But the Kyler Murray factor was muted against New England. Now you've got a matchup coming up against the Rams in Week 13, a division matchup, matchup of these teams playing for the first time this season, and we know how good the Rams are on defense. And if I'm a Kyler Murray owner or even a DeAndre Hopkins owner, I'm a bit concerned with what's going on with Arizona, especially with fantasy playoffs on the horizon.
5: Well, looking at it for, you know, take the Week 13 short term – Going back in 2019, not exactly, you know, the the best as a rookie. And you take it with a grain of salt. You're a rookie averaging one touchdown per game and an interception, interception and a half. Well, you know DeAndre Hopkins is going to be shadowed by Jalen Ramsey all day. So unless yeah. there's just a blown coverage, right, you get a nice pick play, something crazy that you design, you're not expecting much out of DeAndre Hopkins, right? He's going to be a decoy, and Murray's going to have to go to the second or third options. You're going to need some run out of Kenyon Drake, maybe give you a little bit of a, a prayer at play action, because <laughs> you also need to figure out how to slow down Aaron Donald. Yeah. Right? And- who, who he's going to wear like a suit otherwise.
4: Kenyon Drake had a great fantasy week uh, for Kenyon Drake. But his two best weeks, Mike, have been with the breakaway run when the Cowboys just quit. Yeah. And this past weekend against New England – I mean, he gets 22 carries, but he only has 78 yards. But he gets in the end zone twice. Actually had an opportunity to get in the end zone a third time at the end of the first half of their game and didn't get in. So it's not even like they're running the ball and they're just like, all right, Kenyon Drake's going to take the pressure off Kyler Murray. They don't even run the ball very well. It was Kyler Murray getting them all out of these, you know, a bit of a jam, you know, jams uh, throughout the season. And now you just, yeah, I just, I, I think it, Arizona slowed down a little bit and if I'm in Arizona I'm also worried about that playoff spot with a bunch of teams that are sitting there at five and six Minnesota escapes on Sunday uh, Carolina just gave that game away at the end but yes, Minnesota's there uh, you know uh, your bears are there I don't know how much they're there but they're there the <laughs> yeah, 49ers phys- are physically they're still yeah. floating yeah. <laughs> they're there but uh, so it's not not a done deal for for Arizona by any means so I'm, I'm concerned especially as well uh, they've got another Another game against the 49ers with the 49ers uh coming back a little bit healthy play, playing with a chip on their shoulder that would be a week 16 matchups so or if you're in a title game just stuff to take into consideration but yeah the kyler murray stuff just uh, it does worry me a little bit yeah the pinball numbers aren't there and as we know belichick uh
5: that defense can still play right no matter how many guys opted out they they still come yeah. up with a scheme to eliminate what you do best and right now it's by kyler murray <laughs> And so curious, you know, with the Rams, whether that offensive line is going to be up to the task, mm-hmm. right? Because they, they're not—they're not very good, right? They're not nearly as bad as they were, you know, two years ago. And last year, they still had holes. But uh, for Kyler Murray, this is, this is going to be a tough one. This—this this is one where you're actually looking, going, all right, what's my other option? You got games against the Giants and Philadelphia thereafter. Again, to the Giants' defense, I, I like them perhaps more, more than I should. Uh, and Philadelphia... You just pound on him. Go go deep. Go after Darius Slay, sure. but uh, <laughs> he's not going to get help. But it's just the 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 idea uh, of a cakewalk and the early successes because those pinball numbers were fun to watch. They're hard, by the way. San Francisco, when they meet, I mean that'll be their home turf. So they will. There was no home field advantage at all.
4: <laughs> yeah, that is correct. That is correct. Now that the Niners are moving and playing their next two games uh, in Arizona as their home field because. They're not allowed to play at Levi Stadium. What about those 49ers? Debo Samuel, monster game against the Rams. Doesn't get into the end zone, but 11 catches, 133 yards. Got 13 targets from one Nick Mullins. Uh, Raheem Mostert's back healthy. Jeff Wilson Jr.'s healthy again. This 49ers team, while you don't have Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle, uh, sure, sure aided by Jared Goff turnovers. But you also see the performances of the guys that I mentioned, and they could be some fantasy value uh, coming down the line.
5: Well, would they have nine guys overall come back, right, this week from sure. injuries and, and you know, the being out, uh, Richard Sherman and others on the defense, so terrorizing Jared Goff a bit. And so now they're interesting, right? My, my beloved Bears, uh, I, I don't know what to expect. I mean – when when asked about whether Mitchell Trubisky should still be the quarterback, and we just kind of said, I guess so, <laughs> or something to that effect. Uh, really encouraging. Uh, but the 49ers are a team on the come. Debo Samuel, good receiver. We saw last year some injury issues. Like that's going to be the, the thing that's slowing him, you know, and, and keeping him from being, I think, the player he could be is he can't stay healthy. So we keep hang a star on that. But when he's available, target targets are all that matter, man. <laughs> like all you can ask for is opportunity. What you do yeah. with them, right? It's one slip tackle. You know, you you can have, you know, eight catches for twenty two yards. It's like it's the old Barry Sanders, right? Zero, three, five and a five and a half, six yards, seventy five and a touchdown. Debo yeah. Samuel and Raheem Mostert are those guys. As receivers uh, and and as a running back, like they're they're guys that are are home run hitters on the field for you. And whether Nick Mullins is the guy that can lead you to greatness week in, week out remains to be seen. But certainly Debo, I think he's owned in about half of leagues coming into this waiver period. You know, folks stashed him up because of the IR rules. I think people yeah. were able to stash him away. But if you check your league, this is a guy where there's – I think there's going to be value, going to be targets. And Mostert, at, at worst, is going to be, even in a split, is going to be a flex play for you
4: every week going forward. By the way, the 49ers will be playing the Cowboys in week 15. So I I don't know if Dallas is going to put up the, the effort that they did this past weekend. And listen, I, I'm – I'm actually going to give Dallas a pass for the week that they had on Thanksgiving. Um, I think that we thought that Washington, uh, despite being an underdog, I felt that we felt they were the better team probably coming into that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week that Dallas had with the passing of Marcus Paul the play in a short week, I'm actually going to give them a bit of a, of a pass in their situation. But still, to look ahead with the Niners, you know, Dallas – you could still get some stuff done. So just if playoff times, yeah. look at the guys that, you know, Mike talked about. Uh, do you want to talk about the Bears or not? Let's. Um, do you, yeah, I mean, sure.
5: I mean, Dave Montgomery Mike, ran yeah. well, like we were talking yeah. about it before, you know, trying to get run on the Green Green Bay defense. You know, they, they were able to do it despite the otherwise putrid play of an offensive line. They're not good. Uh, But Montgomery had the big run early. Then uh, you have the drop from Cole Komet. And, like, is it a different game? I don't know. But just there's another reason why Cole Komet's not on the field as as Mm -hmm. often as one might like him, despite the giant physical presence.
4: The uh, the, uh, Allen Robinsons... um love of being in Chicago I don't know maybe that's cured by Matt Nagy not being there um I'm not sure but the uh you know the Uh, I'll I'll just say this. I like David Montgomery in in week 13, especially with Mm -hmm. a matchup against the Lions, especially with what Nagy said on Monday about the team and about them playing. So I'm actually uh, I'm actually with you in that situation. (laughs) drop it off
5: the uh, personal pride line, Dan, as soon as that one gets dropped by your coach, uh, everybody's full circle like Trubisky's a play again. Right, in two QB leagues or, I don't know, maybe you're playing Brady on a weekly basis. There's another opportunity. But uh, overall, yeah, disappointing. And uh, I'm kind of tired of losing three hours of my life to these people
4: at this point. Uh, Well, you know, it is funny because (laughs) Montgomery has the big run to set up their opening field goal. So it's only 6-3, but then Green Bay goes down and scores. And then you look at the drive and its pass pass uh, Cordero Patterson yeah, uh, then uh,
5: I, anybody and what Dan mentions Cordero Patterson like that.
4: Uh, I have ranted on him a number of times in this podcast series. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and and then um, the interception and then it's 20 to three. And then now you can't run David Montgomery anymore. So, but
5: I mean, number of drop passes. Sure. And look, Trubisky wasn't sharp by any stretch early in that game. But that defense didn't show up. Like Chuck yeah. Pagano, you had two weeks. And even you knew a team Hicks wasn't going to play. It's no excuse for the effort that, that went out. And for fantasy purposes, God bless. You, you played any Packer, you probably hit sevens across on the slot
4: machine. That defense was Pagano in the first half. Nicely done. uh, And for much of the night in uh, Green Bay. All right, a couple of other issues before we move on to waiver wire. The Dolphins situation. Miles Gaskin close to returning. The Fitzpatrick-Tua angle. I'm sorry, Devontae Parker became another weapon now that Ryan Fitzpatrick is back. So fantasy-wise, as you look at those – those things. I think fantasy owners everywhere that may have a dolphin on their team want Ryan Fitzpatrick to remain the starting yeah. quarterback and not Tua because they just are uh they're, they're more potent on offense and even though the the Dolphins may have other plans but fantasy-wise Fitz is obviously a much better fit for for our purposes.
5: Tua shouldn't see the field again. <laughs> it should be Fitz like the wins were not Tua driven. Right, mm-hmm. and they won. One might argue in spite of him.
4: <laughs> yeah, right. No, the, yeah, the, the yeah for sure. The Rams, a, a bunch of big plays on defense. They get that Rams uh, victory, they get a like punt return. Did. Yeah, yeah. There's no. There's there is a lot there is a lot to that and it's it's a conversation that I've actually flipped on because I thought when the Dolphins weren't going anywhere they should have gone to Tua but now that we have the information that not only are they going there somewhere they're in the thick of the playoff race and you know I think that team has to you know you have to when you're there you got to you got to try for it but they may not be able to they're not as good as the Chiefs but you know that, that, that's a tall order for any other team. So if you're there, go for it. And I think my. Yeah, you
5: should. got. And you got uh, Gillis Lee is as, as well. While he's going to be touchdown dependent. Who isn't except for Kelsey in the tight end world. So, yeah. Yeah. Opportunity as well. All right, except for your guy, Tunyon. Yeah. Lee Delap. lap. I know. <laughs>
4: Yeah, Raritunian. <laughs> Gesicki. Remember, it's Gesick with Gesicki. Uh, what did I say? You said Gillisley, Mike Gillisley, the former oh, Florida wrong, Gators wrong running back. Yeah, that's it's all right. right. It's all good. Yeah,
5: I, I must have seen a trading card laying around my ass at some point <laughs> recently.
4: Uh, Gesicki, uh, yes, gisicky. Get sick with Gesicki. The former uh, Penn Stater, yes alan lazard back at it for the packers uh, yeah c- could be an option the uh we talked about the bears situation crossed that off my list uh buccaneers in ronald jones bruce arians now finally saying that ronald jones needs 20 touches a game yeah that uh, i mean it's it took you this long and i'm not saying that ronald jones is, is great it's not right. what i'm saying at all no. he's okay He's, he's not that polished out of the backfield, but we saw what happens when he did get his hands on the football and he was able to take that pass and score uh, down the sidelines, tiptoeing down the sidelines. Never made any sense for Leonard Fournette to dominate the amount of carries that he did, and it never made any sense for Bruce Arians and the Buccaneers to not commit to the run, considering everything that is around them, which makes that Saints game even all the more maddening when you only ran the ball four times in that game. So now to hear that and less than a month later come back and say, yeah we need to get ronald jones like, to me that's more damning than any sort of controversy there is with tom brady and again it's not that ronald jones is you know the next coming of walter payton it's just a simple fact of if you know your team and you see how your team is it would behoove them to run the football and ronald jones was your best option
5: Well, just abandoning it altogether is – and we see so many teams do this over a a course of the season, and it's not because they're down 20 points. It's not – it's just the, all right, we we like the way this flow sets up, and you just – and then when you want it, it's not going to be there, right? Just to to open the Pandora's box that is the Bears for a moment, right? If you're going to keep calling when he was healthy, the off-tackle to Tariq Cohen, you can't call it once, Right. That yeah. becomes a you've got to commit to that play, knowing that one of seven times or whatever, it's going to bust for the big game that you're trying to get with him sneaking through the line. Likewise, Leonard Fournette should never be allowed in another pass route. He doesn't know what to do with it. He's basically falling forward at best if he manages to hold on to it. And Jones is an adventure out there at sure. times as well.
4: With his but knee catches, we always loved. Well, when he yeah, dropped when to he down, drop to his
5: knee. Slide, Dad. Drop to your knees. Just make sure you secure the ball. I guess he's at least making sure he catches it. But you've got a big play. You got a home run hitter. Not to mention you set up the play action pass. Look how much easier things were for Brady. Did they connect on all those passes? No. But he wasn't being driven to the turf. Because they they went empty backfield and set him there to die. Because Ronald Jones has no intent on blocking anybody unless he's running full speed into the line of scrimmage (laughs) and happens to catch a body. So give Brady a a puncher's chance to at least steal because you can without running the ball consistently. How do you keep the defense honest? And how do you get and maximize Ronald Jones, right? We've seen the 98-yard run. We've seen him break off some big runs. But if you're only handing the ball off four times, that's you're probably not getting those big plays.
4: Yeah, their best win of the year came against Green Bay, and who was the star of that game? Ronald Jones was. All right, finally, a couple of notes that came out on Monday. Josh Jacobs of the Raiders, ankle injury. Mm -hmm. Um, We may get to that in our waiver wire, but we, by the way, we also got to that last week in our waiver wire. So if you didn't listen, shame on you. Our Raiders were just completely out of it against the Atlanta Falcons. Falcons crushed them. And you look at the Falcons stats, you are like, Nobody here had a good fantasy day and they put 43 points on the board. So except yeah. young way had the, the great fantasy
5: monster day. game and he was hurt for half of it too. <laughs> I Kept know. trotting out there, dragging his leg out there.
4: <laughs> Amazing. The other news was we mentioned Will Fuller earlier, uh, getting the six game ban now, which is going to wipe him out for this year and the first game of next year with whatever team he plays on. But Houston had something going with Deshaun Watson. Uh, but now you've let go of Kenny Stills Randall Cobbs hurt now will fuller is done for the season. Brandon Cooks may be an uptick. David Johnson should be coming back from his concussion but the uh the the likelihood of Houston uh, continuing the high offensive uh, high offense that they've had really lessons without will fuller
5: division battle this week against indianapolis we saw what uh tennessee was able to do but there's no derrick henry on this team to set that up uh for a monster day but uh kiki kuti becomes a waiver wire pickup why because someone's got to have some targets i mean desperation play there. uh third wide receiver maybe a fourth wide receiver in most most leagues but yeah brandon cooks it's your time to shine right you've done it all over the place and how many times do we have the story of how many great years he's had in all these different spots well you got the final six weeks to look like a hero go get
4: it (laughs) We'll see if the David Johnson owners make sure that he's cleared, but I think yeah, you're going to see him back in, yeah. in week 13. Colts, two out of the next three weeks for the Houston Texans
3: your valentine's day shouldn't start with a hail mary we've got you covered on the big day when you order flowers and gifts from pro flowers early this year head on over to proflowers.com to get 15 percent off our entire collection of blooms gifts and more for your cutie with promo code crush 15 until february fourteenth. the clock is running out so don't wait until everyone's rushing the field for those last minute gifts on february 14th be the mvp this valentine's day and go to proflowers.com to save 15 percent with code crush 15 at checkout see website for more details
4: all right this week in waiver wire there are buys in week 13 by the way those buccaneers that we talked about they finally get their buy and carolina who we mentioned blew that game against minnesota uh, they also have a buy which is what we told you three weeks ago that christian mccaffrey was not going to return from his shoulder injury when a team had a buy in week 13 there was no way they were going to rush him out what do you know mike davis ended up carrying the load uh although he didn't do much against minnesota uh this past sunday all right this week in waiver wire we i uh, I swear, I hope that I I mentioned it, told people to get Devontae Booker, especially after that uh, Mm -hmm. Chiefs-Raiders game. Now with Josh Jacobs and the ankle injury, they have the Jets, so there's a reason to maybe play it safe if you're Las Vegas. They think he could go, but it's still worth having Devontae Booker on your team.
5: Oh, absolutely. Uh, Jacobs left very early, and the, they feared something far more severe. And once that game really got out of hand, that was it. He was on ice. But Booker's acquitted himself quite nicely the last couple of weeks. There's no reason to pound Josh Jacobs into the ground. You need him if you think you're a playoff team. And obviously losing as they did to Atlanta hurts. Congratulations to Derek Carr, by the way. I think he posted that he's they just had a kid.
4: Yeah, so that, yeah, that baby was girl. part.
5: So that was part of the week as well for him, uh, including just a, a terrible fantasy day. Let me tell you,
4: his daughter uh, got more fantasy points than he did this week. Yeah, so that's no, no that's, that's kidding. I'm kidding.
5: Well, I mean, what do you have? 0.6? Didn't need much. Uh so close. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, to for Booker, uh, if nothing else, I think he's still going to be in, in the short yardage and goal line situations, if not uh, split workload for, for week 13, week 14, and maybe even going through the rest of the season because that, that's the way you're going to win football games if you're the Raiders.
4: Any other names that you see eyeing up as a, the waiver wire will probably be wacky this week because of the game on Wednesday. So expect a delayed waiver wire. The good news is because there's no Thursday game, it's not like you're going to be running into that wall. You'll at least have until Sunday to make the moves if you need. But other names that people should look at entering week 13.
5: Yeah, I think you're going to go uh, you can fight with your man and league commissioners, for one. Figure out what the rule is. As to when waivers are going to set uh, Some of the different game uh, Running uh, Systems here uh, They've put up notes as to how they're going to process Edo uh, Smith uh, Sorry Brian Hill you're done uh, <laughs> If uh, He had 55 yards Smith looked Much better more explosive uh, And was a, more Of a dual threat for the Falcons So if Gurley can't go again It's the Ido Smith show uh, Already talked about Philadelphia Uh, with Rieger, you know, just an ops up opportunities, right? Six, seven, five, seven target counts. If nothing else for a stash, especially if Jalen Hurts gets elevated, right? Oftentimes we see a guy get elevated from the backup role. He's been working with someone in practice. That might be your guy and an opportunity there. Also look to see if folks cut Zach Hurts on the same squad because uh, he was averaging seven and a half targets per game uh, before he got hurt uh, we, we look at uh, we talked about Madison he's got to go Frank Gore as much as it pains me yeah it's 127 years old but he's the lead. He, yeah. but he's the lead guy he's all that's left and they're playing the Raiders So you have an opportunity there as well. Uh, And then I think you can go a couple of tight ends. Why? Because we're always desperate for a little bit of tight end help. Uh, You look at Trey Burton, maybe touchdown dependent, but Phillip Rivers and he seem to have a nice connection. And then Logan Thomas, who, as we know, is a former quarterback. So if things really got dicey in Washington, you can get points – Sorry, Dan, I didn't mean to bring that up again. Uh, But 33% owned, and his target count's been pretty solid on a weekly basis.
4: I'm going to give you a name, uh, a name that I mentioned. Pick up Ryan Fitzpatrick. They've got the Bengals in week 13. We still don't know about Tua's injury. And I think yep. this is going to be a long, stretched out in, uh, injury where they won't have to make a decision. And then after that, they have Kansas City, where you expect them to maybe be down in that game. So you're going to see Fitzpatrick maybe throw. So that could be a possibility. Uh, also, uh, I know Cam Akers has started to come on, but at least against the 49ers, seem like the running back with the most life with the Rams. So at least check your league and see if Cam Akers is there for you. All right, let's wrap this baby up. Three point conversions, our three things each that you need to know. My first thing, and I'll start, Mike, was what we talked about the Buccaneers. Fournette down, Jones up. That's. I think, going to be the the way that you need to proceed. Don't play Leonard Fournette if you have him in your lineup. Play Ronald Jones if you do. Number two, don't let week 12 put you in a panic, whether it be because of bye weeks, because of certain games. There were a lot of stinkers out there for some big names that you counted on. We mentioned mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs and what you had with the Raiders. If his ankle's fine, he should be okay. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was a guy for me that – Going up against the Tough Bucks front, you knew that it was going to be the Patrick Mahomes show, but things could get better for Kansas City, especially against Denver in a primetime game in in Week 13. And finally, the point that I want to make is something that I started off the show talking about with Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Remember, these teams are now trying to jockey for playoff position. I think you see fireworks Weeks 1 through about 11 – and now when you kind of try to figure out where you are and where you want to head for the playoffs, you may not get the pinball numbers that you thought you were going to get early on in the season. So just take into account what teams really, really need a win and how they were to go about it. So if you're thinking that you're going to get mega numbers from a guy and a team just needs to go in, get a win and leave, take that into consideration.
5: All right, my three. Captain Kirk, well, in theory, Adam Thielen's back off the couch and not cheering uh, and is back with the squad to play as they've got a nice, juicy matchup against Jacksonville. So Kirk Cousins, a guy he's hard to trust, and for a lot of that game on Sunday against Carolina, I'm sure people were cursing up a storm as to what was going on. Brings him back for the victory. Uh, you mentioned the name uh, and look potential WR1 numbers alongside Devontae Adams down the stretch in Alan Lazard you know came back flips into the end zone all those fun things Uh, I think he's going to be a big target along the way and then we've got our return bout this week Uh, Atlanta and New Orleans the schedule quirks right where we get the two and three weeks well last time New Orleans and Taysom Hill looked pretty good passing the ball cautionary tale he's not that same guy this time atlanta plays defense and matt ryan has himself a day against that saints d this time about why because they want to mess things up so i like that as my third point why because i i'm not ready to go down with the ship i want Raheem morris to keep that job and i want to see matt ryan and calvin ridley dance Mainly, I'm, I'm tired of the Saints. I, I need someone
1: to
4: upend them. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'll tell you what. It'll end sooner rather than later. We know Drew Brees has to retire at some point, right? Uh, get Mike on Twitter, at Swollen Dome. You can get me, Dan Beyer, at Dan Beyer on Fox. And the show's executive producer is Lee Delap. We did play Kendall Hinton in his wide receiver position this week and got burned. <laughs> I love you, Lee, but uh, I'm actually kind of glad that happened. Find Lee on Twitter at Delap, and you can always reach us at IWantYourFlex Twitter handle where you can send us questions uh, if you need. That's it for Week 12. Uh, even though Week 12 isn't done yet, we will be back with you early Friday morning to get you set for whatever Week 13 looks like. Thanks so much for listening. We'll talk to you then.
3: Valentine's Day is almost here, and you know what that means. It's time to make her blush with fresh blooms and gifts from ProFlowers. This year, go to ProFlowers.com to use code CRUSH15 to get 15% off through February 14th on all the best blooms and gifts. See website for details.
1: Terms and conditions apply. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Moseley, and I want to let you know about my new
3: immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcast.
1: What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality, high quality and immersive sound, a sleek design. a smart TV built by the streaming pros. High Five
0: Casino High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at high the number 5 casino dot com. high
1: high5casino